Victoria. And it's Mika. And this is A Word at the Table. So, um, thanks for tuning in. Today we have a special guest with us, Kevin Myrie. Woo! <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. Hi, um, hi, I'm Kevin Myrie, as they told you. Um, see, I've been a believer for over 30 some odd years. I currently work as a project manager for the Department of Veteran Affairs. Um, what, what can I say? I love roller coasters. I love, <laughs> I love uh, cartoons. I love the Marvel series. And I also love Jesus very, very, very much. Amen. So I learned how to, over the years, to have a practical life with Christ and have fun in the same time, but also be honoring a holy God mm. and a righteous living. Mm. And I think that's the kicking part. If you could balance, when you balance that, that's where it's all about. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. Yeah. Okay, and you know, I've met Brother Kevin a couple of years ago at Church of the Harvest. Yes, so, yes. My brother in Christ, and I told him to come to do a podcast, and he said yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yay. Um, so, usually, we before we jump into the topic, we do a bag of questions okay. for um, recent events. Mm-hmm. Um, today, our topic is on mental health, and I decided to do kind of a form of bag of questions, but it was just a... It's called like a wellness test, and I mm. found this wow. on sharecare.com. Mm-hmm. Shout out to sharecare.com. Victoria is the same person. So the engineer. Hadid. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get that real sound. So um, I'm only just gonna ask a couple questions because it kind of has to deal with wellness and the overall topic. So. When is the last time you treated yourself to something you wanted to do that you didn't have to? In the last week, in the last couple of days, you can't remember. Too many times. That's good. I feel like these days we are um, so selfish, like society, Mm -hmm. that we treat ourselves all the time. (laughs) That's the key to consumerism. They're like, like, treat yourself. You deserve Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And where's your paycheck go? (laughs) (laughs) You got bills to pay. Yeah, yeah. But you look flat. (laughs) <laughs> it, it makes you notice. Sorry, but I look good. I, mean, I, look, I look good, though. though. I look good being evicted. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. um, so I'm assuming you guys in the last week, all of you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. last weekend. Yesterday. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is a <laughs> <laughs> All right, you in that makeup? Oh, oh my God, it's bad. <laughs> oh yeah, I know you. <laughs> um, how often do you dwell on problems that aren't immediately solved? What do you mean? Um, resolved. Oh, resolved. Okay. Try not to. Oh, sorry. Often. It says all the time, rarely, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I would sometimes. say sometimes. sometimes. Sometimes I do dwell in things that I, that are out of my control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't help for it. no reason. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I don't stay. It doesn't last that long. Mm-hmm. But I do have moments when I just consume myself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I think I do it. I, I think I when, when I have a problem, I usually, um, I, I don't know if I'd say dwell, but I usually think about it or think of coming up with any, with solutions that I know aren't real solutions mm-hmm. or maybe temporary solutions mm-hmm. to long-term uh, problems. Mm-hmm. And then, but like in that short time that I do that, then I check myself back and say, well... 
just let go, let God, or mm-hmm. yeah. I take the long-term approach exactly. to solving the problem. Um, yeah. I'm a control freak, and I want to control it. So once the problem comes, it's like, okay, you got to get under control. Right, right. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, it's more controlling me than me controlling it. Uh-huh. Yes. So uh, I think I would say that sometimes, you know, then after a while, when you get through the past of control freakishness, you realize, hey, let it go. It's right. not that serious. Let the bone go. Mm-hmm. So I would say definitely for me sometimes. Yeah. Do you know answer? Um, I think I dwell on it, but it's like so weird. Like, um, I like think about it, mm-hmm. but like pretend it's not there. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. it's so weird. Like I had like this um this this uh Coles bill, right? And this is gonna sound really stupid. <laughs> 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 now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, but I was like, this was like legitimately Talk stressing me out. That's healthy. That's wellness. So <laughs> A Coles bill, like it was like over ten years old or something like that. Oh, and they went from high school? Yeah, yeah. So like they, they wrote me a letter, they were like, Victoria, you still have not paid this Coles bill. They're like, if you don't pay this, they're like they were like, Oh, um, we're gonna take you to court, we're gonna garnish oh your gosh. wages and you could potentially get put in jail. And I saw it and I was like, No. No, <laughs> I literally put it on, I was like, That's this is not happening right now. Like, yeah. like I don't know why. I don't I eventually paid the bill on my right hand. Right, but like, good. Like sometimes I like think about it, but like I won't do anything mm-hmm. about it. I'll just be like, mm, yeah, no, no you're not, not alone. Happening. You're not alone. That I know a lot of people that tell me like they get their school loans, like they they'll call them and stuff, and they just won't pick up. Just pick <laughs> up. Like, I'm like, girl, you could put it on hold. Like you can tell them, like you know, at this time I can't pay. Like just simply, no, no, no. yeah, they throw out the letters, and I'm like, okay. I guess, I mean, I don't do that with bills, but like when it comes to um, like projects, I'm a huge procrastinator. Um, And I actually, which is really bad, but I I feel like I I work well under pressure. Like I produce my best work when I'm Mm -hmm. like really under a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. So I purposely wait, like if I have a presentation to do, like I have a presentation in June, mm-hmm. actually in exactly a month from today. Oh I have not started oh it. I have not even thought about it. And I know that knowing myself the way that I work, I'll probably start like the week before. Although wow. I've had this planned out for the last wow. three months, which is bad. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to try after I leave here tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> to try to at least conceptualize it because yeah. it's, a, it's a problem. You're going to be that person that like, Plans their whole wedding in a month, aren't you? Like, like the whole thing. Like, Possibly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, we're going to meet you. Yeah, like, it's going to be get done. I'm going to get it done. We need a pastor, guys. <laughs> like, well, that's impressive. Like, I'm not like that. Like, I have to plan something out. I have to rehearse it. Like, I've done presentations, like, in school and everything. I will have to rehearse it. Like, I can't do something, like, in the week. Like, there's no way. It would bother me. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it will bother me. <laughs> yeah, I need to get there, work it on it. I mean, if it works, it does right. work. Yeah, at least you know yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know. as long as it doesn't give you physical pressure, unnecessarily pressure. That's the see, thing. That's the thing. Being able to understand what you see, we say we're good under pressure, mm-hmm. but there's a certain level that we're good under pressure. Certain levels we're not good under pressure, right. but we don't know that part. That's yes. the problem. We need to know. This is my limit, and I can't go past that because mm-hmm. then I start doing damage. That's the key, thing, right? You know, and so. that's that's for me. That's the thing, which is why I feel like I need to address it because mm-hmm. I produce what I think is my best. Yes, but 
I think if I were to, if I start working on it tomorrow, like mm-hmm. I say I'm going to try to mm-hmm. do, mm-hmm. Um, I think I will probably produce better work, but maybe that's not really my best. And it is like, usually I don't sleep as as yeah. well for mm-hmm. that week, mm-hmm. but I'm like on this adrenaline rush that gotcha. I, I have to get it done. Mm-hmm. And physically it is exhausting, but yeah. when it's like, when it's, when that, when I'm per, like when I'm presenting, and I do yes. have to do a lot of presentations for work, so mm-hmm. this is a frequent thing <laughs> that I do. <laughs> so it's not healthy to like mm. to just get myself to that level, yes. and, like right. under that pressure. So yeah, I do have to find a way to balance it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, when your friends ask you to go out, how often do you cancel? Mm. Hardly ever. All the time. Sometimes. Sometimes I'll give you water. Uh, I'm in between sometimes and hardly ever. Okay. No. Yeah. Hardly ever depends. cancel? Hardly ever cancel, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, ah, you know. Yeah, I'm in between too. Because it depends. Like Sometimes I legit just can't make it. And mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I changed my mind. Like, <laughs> I'm the person that like like waits for somebody else to be like, oh, I can't be. I'm like, okay, girl, that's fine. It's okay. It's okay. Anyway, I'm like, are we still on? Okay, we're still on. So you end up going out when you don't want to? Yeah, all the you have me just met all the time. All the time. Oh, what are you doing? Come on. Gigi will be like. The, the tickets are already paid for. Come on, we have to. I'll be like, all right. That is true. Right. Yeah. I constantly be like, oh, but you know, Netflix just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. It's hilarious. Okay. And last question. When was the last time you departed from your phone for hours? <laughs> when I lost my phone. And you lost it? Yeah. I can't, I can't even remember. Oh, What's hours? Cruise. I don't like cruises. <laughs> Honestly, that's <laughs> why I don't like. Phone? Yeah, because so it's like, what am I like? Who am I talking to? You know, <laughs> the people on the cruise. Yeah. The people you're yeah. with, maybe it's just, just like, maybe no, have a conversation. No, no, no. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Right, right. You're actually <laughs> yeah, you know, you meet people and talk. We're cruising, eating, talking. You know, maybe dance together a little bit. And okay. how you doing? My name is Kevin. What's up? <laughs> I guess I've tried to when I'm at work sometimes I'll put my phone away for if I have a project to work on actually I, I have been better I should I shouldn't beat myself up too much but what I've been doing um is for my personal phone I'll put it like in my bag and I won't even look at it until like four o'clock in the afternoon mm. Okay. But then you guys text me on my work phone, so <laughs> we find well, you. Yeah. We can yeah. find you. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. We will like find your location. But it is hard to detach from the phone. Yeah, yeah. it is. Well, these are all questions from this wellness test on sharecare.com. And if you want to go ahead and take it yourself, you can find it there and I think it gives you results after you um, finish taking it so okay. I guess depending oh God, what are on our results? 
Um, I don't know. I mean, I was just oh, you're thinking thinking that. <laughs> generic question. Just, yeah. Just how so we're doing. I think it said, you know, it's important for you to have social interactions. Like that's, that's why one of the questions were like, how long do you stay within your phone or mm-hmm. how, how often do you cancel with your friends? Those type of things. So I think it looks, takes into consideration all of those um, social questions and gives you your, uh, mm-hmm. your wellness rate. <laughs> okay. So jumping into our topic on mental health. Um, so mental health is very important for our overall well-being and how we function every day. It can affect how we feel, the way we think, how we act. And just like your physical health needs attention, so does your mental health. Mm -hmm. And, um, when I looked up the definition of mental health, Mm -hmm. I found a couple of different, um, definitions. One was a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being Another one is kind of long. A state of well-being in which the individual realizes his or her own abilities can cope with normal stresses of life and can work productively and fruitfully and is able to make contributions to his or her community. That was really long. And also another one I found was the condition involving thinking, emotion, or behavior. So how would you all define mental health? And um, I guess what does it mean to you? balance you know mm-hmm. everybody yeah. has yeah everybody like has like ups and downs and stuff like yeah. that but i feel like when you're i don't want to say mentally unhealthy but like when you're like you could tell something's wrong when there's just you're not like on a regular scale like mm-hmm. you know something's out of whack yeah, yeah you know that's good. yeah yeah mm-hmm. like we kind of like pass it off as quirkiness mm-hmm. but like do you remember like how like not quirky but like extra Mariah Carey was yes. yeah like how she would yeah. always like take like wheelchairs like everywhere she and like she obsession with the butterfly yeah and then like the way she does her mask I don't know why I know this but the way she does her mascara is that she'll take a needle and like separate each really? one of the lashes you know wow. that about her yes, right I do and yeah. I'm actually I mean oh unrelated gosh. but I have a friend in college who from college who used to do that and she would get ready and she would take she actually had like a push pin mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. she would carry with her and she would separate her lashes with That's this push pin insane. Oh, and I'm like what if it accidentally yeah. goes in your yeah. eye get a better mascara yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, but yeah, but she recently came out yeah. that she had she's bipolar, bipolar or something. Yeah. Like that. but like sometimes we like like to pass it off like, oh, that's just Mariah. Yeah. No, girl, you're not <laughs> well. <laughs> you're not well. That's a problem. That's a problem. You know. Right. Yeah. What the rest of you? What do you think mental health? Um, mental health, being able to think through properly. Mm-hmm. And be able to come to conclusions. I mean, our lives are based on decision making. Mm-hmm. Everything in our life is based on a decision. Right. And, yes. and, you know, unfortunately, we don't thank you, but everything you do is based on a decision. Mm-hmm. And if you can't make good decisions, your life tends to be in an uproar. Ooh, so being able yes. to make good decisions and then know how what is considered a good decision and good choices. I think that helps the mind because when you make a good choice, your mind is at ease. Mm-hmm. You're at rest. Yes. You're not worried about <laughs> what you had to do or what you decided to do. So making good choices helps the mind to ease and prepare itself for the next level and so on and so forth. So I think that would probably, I would say, would be, you know, good mental health. Mm-hmm. That's a very good answer. Wow. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not following yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> it's like, okay, I concur. Yeah. We have concurrence. <laughs> 
Okay. So, um, what do you think are the biggest factors that can affect your mental health? Like, there's a lot of mental um, illnesses out there, mm. and what do you think um, just impacts it? Mm. Affects wow. your mental health. Well, let me push up my glasses real quick. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's like maybe during your formative years or experiences during your formative years because like every time you talk to a therapist it's like you have to talk about your childhood and mm-hmm. I feel like that's a reason because mm-hmm. like yeah. you know your formative years is a reason and maybe diet mm. right yeah. like sometimes like some they say certain foods like make you not happy or sad but like if you're like eating badly mm-hmm. actually you know what maybe diet is a symptom of bad mental health Wow. Because, you know, so never mind. Yes. I was just saying your formative years. Mm. I agree. How you start out. Um, because you do know that children, when babies are very, babies are extremely intuitive to mm-hmm. their parents. Though they cannot articulate what's going on, they sense what's going on. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. sense when there's turmoil. They sense when the parents are not happy. Mm-hmm. They sense it. And they also sense which parent will give them more than the others. Mm-hmm. That's how they know how to play the parents. Yes. You're talking about a little baby in the crib mm-hmm. because they are designed to be sense. Their senses are very often. So I think, and then how parents deal with them, mm-hmm. how you form that brain, mm-hmm. what you expose it to, the light, the dark, the, the sounds, is it loud sounds, small sounds? And you're right. When, when, we're, when we're babies, it starts, we start thinking then. Mm-hmm. Right. Even before you start talking to your parents, that mm-hmm. baby's thinking, how do I get to this cookie yeah. that I want to get to? Even yeah. in your womb. They say when you're stressed out, like when you're really stressed out, yes. like it actually yes. stresses yes. out the yes. baby. Yes. You know? yes. Yeah. So yes, um, now from, let's think from, from a scripture point of view, if God formed you in your mother's womb, you already mm. formed your personality then. Mm. So when at conception, the, the mind at what we consider is being formed, so it's being sensitive to what's going on. That's why, you, as you said, mothers who are stressed, that child comes out stressed. Mm-hmm. That child is stressed and right. really hyper. Mm-hmm. So then what should you do when you're pregnant? Don't you think you should be having good thoughts to give your child a good mind? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because sometimes that child comes out as like a little, okay, I love mm-hmm. you, but you're a little quirky. Yeah. <laughs> right. I love you, quirky. Yeah. Yeah. Is that your grandfather's <laughs> So yeah, I think when you start, the starting point is important. Mm-hmm. Right. The starting point is important. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, I think, like also like your formative years, mm-hmm. as you both said, but also environmental factors, wow. like wow. not just like, uh, not as in like the environment and pollution, yes. just like yes. your relationships, the, yes. your right. circles, your cl- close circles, the people yes. that are close to you. If, yeah. um, if you don't have like a strong, good, um, good relationships mm-hmm. with uh, the people around you or positive relationships, mm-hmm. that will definitely affect your mental health. Because that right. affects your identity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Your mental health is based on your identity, mm-hmm. who you think you are. And yes. like you said, relationships, if your relationships in your home are, are troubled, right. a troubled person, mm-hmm. if I don't know if I'm loved, I'm insecure. Ah, yes. I'm right. insecure. So mentally now I'm already less than mentally. Mm-hmm. So I have to figure out how do I find my security? Yes. I got to do things to find security. Mm-hmm. I can find it in a friend. Yes. I can find it in alcohol. I can right. find it in activity. Right. I can find it in something that's going to basically wear my brain out. Mm-hmm. So now I'm mentally upset and I'm mentally disabled because of insecurity. Right. So you're right. The relationships and how we form, are you secure? Because if I'm secure, I don't have to overthink this. I know who I am. Yes. I'm loved. I'm cared for. 
Why am I worried? Mm-hmm. But if I don't have that, I worry. Right. right. I worry. You know, I'm going to be stressed. I'm going to worry. So yeah, this is a lesson. This whole conversation. This is going to be a long episode, guys. Hope you have your tea. Comfortable. Yeah, so... I mean, so what do you think are the effects of, um, like, mental breakdowns? I know, like, depression is something that a lot of people go through. Mm -hmm. Um, Just anxiety. So what do you think are some effects of um, things that affect your mental health? The effects, as in, like, the results of depression or anxiety. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess, yeah, both. I guess just any type of... um, mental like breakdown you can anyone would go through that makes sense i mean i guess like if you're not if you're not mentally healthy you Mm -hmm. can have erratic behavior Mm -hmm. um an inconsistent life um or like inconsistent habits um you may have intentions to do well and you end up doing the opposite of that um Right, right. Yeah, and I think uh, with depression and anxiety, also mm-hmm. the idea, like, you get um, your a lower self-esteem yes. mm-hmm. is also always, mm-hmm. I think, associated with that, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it goes back to what you're saying about the identity and yeah, who you yeah, are. Exactly. Right, right. I think, and for me, I'll just, because for those who know the Lord, a breakdown would be different for those who don't know the Lord. All right, because right. there's a difference for us who are believers. We have a different provision. We also have an option that the believer, the non-believer, doesn't have. Right. So therefore, when a non-believer get breaks down, his whole world is destroyed because society yes. says you are supposed to be this. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to be less than this. You're not allowed to have a mental breakdown mm-hmm. because yeah. now you're marked for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So therefore, they carry that throughout their entire natural life. Mm. No matter what they say, no matter how many doctors give you whatever, you're marked. Right, you're never good enough. You're never good enough. And then not only that, but psychologically, you don't even believe that you're good enough Mm -hmm. because you don't have anything greater than that. Now, as believers, we have the mind of Christ, which supersedes our mind. Mm -hmm. We also have the Holy Spirit that comforts our mind. Mm -hmm. We also have the fact of the healing power of the Holy Spirit. We have the healing power of the Word of God. We have the healing power of fellowship Mm -hmm. because there are other believers that share the same kind of thing. I can talk to a fellow believer. Mm -hmm. I'm struggling with depression. So am I. So there's a there's a oneness and we can get together and we can pray and we can actually practically do stuff to help us get above the Mm -hmm. depression. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have that option, you can't. So to the question, without any options, you're going to destroy yourself. Mm-hmm. There's nowhere else to go. Right. There, there are no other options. Mm-hmm. Now they do give you drugs, and I think that certain medication can help. But sometimes medication only masks. Yes, it yeah. only masks. Yeah. Right, you and don't get pro- to the root of you the don't issue. get to the root of the issue. Right. And if it, if it masks you and makes you just numb, then you're not even living anymore. Mm-hmm. You're just existing. Right. And if that stops, you got to use something stronger. If that stops, you use something stronger. Now you're addicted to something. Mm-hmm. So who you are is gone through the drugs. You right. know? And I'm not saying that you don't have drugs. I think the drugs should be used, but they need to be used in the right way mm-hmm. and right. for the right purpose and for the right source. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if you use it from the wrong source, now you got a person on drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. They're just now addicted. Yeah. Right. You know, and manic depressive and you know, I need this to hold me. Then you now addicted on something to say make you feel good, and you never actually felt good at all. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. And I think also with looking to medication as a solution, mm-hmm. 
oftentimes you, as you say, you start on one medication for maybe depression, but now yes. then you may have trouble sleeping at night. Yes. So now you have to start taking an Ambien to go yes. to sleep. Yes. Yes. And then that you form a habit taking that, mm -hmm. and maybe now you're lethargic throughout the day. So yes. now you have to <laughs> get something to give you energy, energy yes. throughout yeah. the day. Yeah. So it's like. It's best to get to the root of the problem mm -hmm. rather than to try to mask the symptoms or exactly. calm yeah. down those symptoms. Yeah. Right. And I don't think there's anything wrong with I'm taking medication, but no, I, no, I, nothing I, wrong I, with it. No. There's a place yeah. for it. Yes, yeah. I right. do believe there's a place for it. Exactly. I, you know, and once again, I think as believers, we realize that God has called and anointed doctors. Mm -hmm. He's skilled <laughs> surgeons to do certain things. He's skilled psychiatrists to talk to you from a, a biblical point of view. We don't need to say because it didn't say Holy Spirit. Da, da, da. It's not of God. Right. But we just have to realize where the line is. Mm -hmm. You have to know what the source is. Like you said, is it because when I was growing up, I was insecure? Mm. Is it because my mother and father didn't love me and I built up these ideas in my head? Mm -hmm. Is that the root cause? Right. Or is there some physical, is there a chemical imbalance in me mm -hmm. because of something that happened? Mm -hmm. A right. chemical imbalance in my brain or whatever the case may be. Or was I hit in the head and something got damaged? I mean, I could have fell or something got right, damaged. Right. The brain is a it's an organ. Mm -hmm. It can be damaged. Right. It can be damaged. And hopefully the damage is not so severe. But once again, identifying what the issue is will help to find the solution. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is. And I don't, I don't think that they spend, there's a lot of money spent on mental health. So I work for the Department of Veteran Affairs. And one of the biggest things is suicide. Yes. A lot of the vets come back. And they, you know, and I had a friend I work with. Matter of fact, I saw that I pray for him and he's not a believer, but he always, I always text him. And he's one of the guys I pray for not a believer, but he's always receiving my conversations. Mm -hmm. And we talk and I, you know, he, I said, you know, he said me one time, you know, Kevin, and I, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I said, you know what? I'll pray for you. I said, I don't know if that'll help, but I'll pray for you. So he started talking to me about different things and it's real, it's, there's real stress. Mm -hmm. There's there's pictures of stuff that get flashed with their brains from the war. Mm -hmm. That you know, they, this is real stuff, and there's right. anxieties that they you know sometimes in a pressure they just you know kind of stuff. So it's real, mm -hmm. you know. And he doesn't want it. He said, I, he said, I went to the therapy, but I said I don't want to be on drugs. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to be on medication where they make me always like whatever. You yeah. know what I'm saying so. So you know, once again, going through that. It's, it's, it's real. Mm -hmm. It's a real thing. And I don't think they really know how to address it. Right. I don't think they really know. And I think they're afraid to say, we don't know how to help you. Yes. You know, we need to get, maybe we need something bigger than us. Mm -hmm. Maybe something bigger than the pharmaceuticals. Right. You know, bigger than all these drugs. And it's, yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the thing. That's, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's what you need to break to. Yes. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know if you have this as a question, Gigi, but I think in the church, it, it, like as a body of believers, I think that there are many places where there's not a safe, safe space where people mm -hmm. feel like they can talk about certain issues. Yes. Mm -hmm. If they are going through depression, not everyone has a church body or a friend true. at church that they can this go to and true. say, I'm depressed. Well, yes. some people will say, well, just pray. Instead of right. talk to you, yes. oh, try yeah. to understand yes. what you're yes. going through. Yes. And I will say this and forgive me. That is the stupidest thing to tell someone mm -hmm. yes. to pray mm -hmm. because they're depressed. Mm -hmm. That's idiotic. It's not even scriptural. Mm -hmm. It's not even biblical. Right. I doubt if Christ would have said, oh, go pray because you're depressed. Mm -hmm. He didn't tell the woman caught in adultery, I'll pray for you. Right. No, he didn't. Yes. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the Christian, I understand a lot of it, but you're right. There are a lot of believers that have nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. They're just as important as all those members in a church. 
right. or sitting up with the bishops and cardinals, whatever they want to call them. These members are children, children of God. And you're right. They need to know I am depressed because, you know, you get depressed, you know. Yes. Life can depress you. Right. Yeah. Choices can depress you. Mm-hmm. Marriage, children, right. Right. jobs can depress you. Mm-hmm. The Bible doesn't say you're not going to be depressed. Yes. It doesn't say that. Right. But we know we have an option. The goal mm-hmm. is if I'm depressed, what are my options? Right. The key thing is if I'm going through something, what option do I have? Mm-hmm. Because I'm going through this and it's real. I don't, I don't feel good about myself. How do I handle this? How, Lord, how do I handle this? Reading a scripture, but I don't relate to that right now. Mm-hmm, I right. can't relate to that right now. Right. I don't want to read a scripture. I don't want to pray. I need to know how I feel better. Mm-hmm. How can I feel better yes. about myself? Right. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think uh, the, the Christian community is lacking. Yes. I think they're lacking. They're, they're stuck a lot on their religious audiences and like we said before, they're afraid of demonic possession. Right. And we talked about this. I, I said, I would tell her this. I said, first of all, there's a difference in being uh, demonic possessed mm-hmm. and oppressed. Mm. The Christian can never be possessed mm. because the Holy Spirit lives in him. Yes. So therefore, a demon cannot occupy mm. the same place right. as the Holy Spirit. Yes. Impossible. Right. That's the But you can be oppressed mm. with projections and thoughts and yes. feelings mm-hmm. that get out of control. Because now, like you said before, you can harper on something. Mm-hmm. Harper on, you said, the pettiness. I can harper on, they hurt me for a sin. That's oppression. Mm-hmm. That's a, a, a demonic spirit oppressing your brain, mm-hmm. saying, think about that. See what they did to you. Yeah. See how they treated you. Right. They don't love you. Right. That's oppression. Yeah. But you're not possessed. But you're being oppressed right. all the time. Right. And you can be. Christians can be that way. Oh, yeah. So we need to have an option. What do we do? Fellowship's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prayer is important. You know, right. people encouraging you, practically speaking, hey, let's go out to, to eat. Mm-hmm. You want to talk? Let's go out to eat. You know, I'll just take you out to, to a movie or something. You know, let's go walk around. Just whatever. Do something to break you out of that mm-hmm. mindset. Right. Because it's a mindset. Break out, break you out of mindset. Mm-hmm. And I think if believers look at it from that point of view, there are probably more people being able to want to talk mm-hmm. and be yes. able to feel comfortable. I'm not less than because I'm depressed or I'm not I'm not a believer because I, I don't feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't. Right. You know, and I didn't believe what people said they loved me because they never showed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. That, oh. that happens to people all the time. Mm-hmm. All the kids grow up. You hear the stories about this. I wasn't loved. I was this. I was that. And you have in there in the church mm-hmm. and you, you get saved. Beautiful. You get saved. You love the Lord. But you still haven't dealt with that attitude. Yes. It's still there. Mm -hmm. It hasn't gone anywhere. You may suppress it with singing in the choir. You may even speak in tongues. You may even preach and teach. But it hasn't gone anywhere. Yes. And the right situation is going to bring it back. And then you're going to be wondering why you have a mental breakdown. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Why are you stressing out? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I feel like there's also a stigma, right? Yes. Like people don't want to address it yes. because there's a stigma like, oh, I'm yes. good. You know, I'm not crazy. We're not yeah. saying that you're crazy. <laughs> yes. right? We're not saying that right. you're crazy. Yes. Is that you need to work on certain things yes. in order, right? Because like the perception of perfection in the church. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It's, it's taken. And the sad part about it, it's not even scriptural. Mm-hmm. Yes. See, we have so many per- we have so many perceptions in Christendom that aren't even scriptural. Mm-hmm. You can't go find a scripture for that. Right. But we've we've established it. We've su- we made it solid, and now you must follow this. Mm-hmm. But where's the scripture for that? I'm, I'm just I'm just saying it. Mm-hmm. Did Jesus say that? <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm sorry. I'll sit, I'll, sit, I'll, sit, I'll sit and be quiet. I'm sorry. I want, you know, you know, you know, you know, 
And you have people that are having mental breakdown in churches. Mm-hmm. Yes. Believers, long time having, can't deal with, can't, can't relate to each other, mm-hmm. can't socialize with each other, can't even function with each other. Mm-hmm. Give them a task in the ministry, blow up. Right. Yell at people. Crazy. Maybe you are crazy. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you are crazy. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. You thought you loved the Lord. You crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you love Jesus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. But you are right. The stigma is sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if they'll change it. Yeah. That's my fear. I don't know if it's been so long with them that they won't change it. Mm-hmm. And we lose out on so many, you know, but for example, this setting I thought was good. The first time I, I met you ladies, uh, what I what I liked about it was the fact it was very practical. You know, you address questions that me growing up in church, you would never ask. Mm-hmm. You don't ask those kind of things. Right. You, you just praise God, say hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. And God's you're going to go to heaven mm-hmm. and don't worry about nothing else. But I wasn't kind of sick. I didn't have nobody to talk to if I had a problem what do I do mm-hmm. I can't ignore the problem right it's not going anywhere it, 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 and things weren't right mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. they didn't become right they right, just yeah, didn't right. so you know we thank God we grew up and God dealt with us but in this society in this day and age they don't have that right yeah they don't and you have more facing you now than I did when I was growing up I was born in 1962 we had a rotary phone okay <laughs> all your friends came to the door yeah. Everybody you knew, you did. There was no other friends. If they didn't come to the door, you had them friends. Okay, that was it. Six o'clock, you were at home. You didn't talk on the phone. You did your homework. You watched the TV. Then you went to bed. Okay, Ooh. but nowadays, it's very simple. But yeah. once again, I mean, it had its pros and cons. Mm-hmm. But now there's just too much out there. Yes, there's just too. And I'm not. I think social media is good because it gets to get the messages across to other countries. Mm-hmm. But in the same token, it's an open up the door to all kinds mm-hmm. of negativity. weird yeah. negativity, yeah. demonic, negative stuff that comes in and is influencing people mm-hmm. all the time. So, yes, it's good. But then it, it brought something else with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, we, as you said before, we are in an environment that has so much. Right. It has just so much. So much information. So much information mm-hmm. and so much yes. to choose from. Yeah. Like, what do I choose? Do I choose this? Do I choose this? Do I go here? Do I speak to her? Do I speak to... It's like masses amount. You wonder why the brain is tired. Mm-hmm. It doesn't know what to choose. Right, right. Yeah. And then it tries to choose everything. Mm-hmm. You can't do everything. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why young people are so burnt out now. Yes. Right. 25 years old, they're tired. Mm-hmm. You know, 25 years old, they're diabetics. Or strokes. Or strokes. Yeah. You never heard of a kid being a diabetic or having a stroke right. when I was a kid. That was yeah. not happening. What's wrong with you, boy? You sick? Mm-hmm. No, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah. But nowadays, strokes at twenty five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twenty five yeah. a stroke. I mean, right. good God, what are you stressed about? You just got out of high school. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What are you stressed out about? Right. But once again, the levels of requirement. You have to make a million dollars by the age of twenty five. Mm-hmm. You have yeah. to have your business. You know, you got to be married and have fifteen kids, and right. you got to have them all lined <laughs> up, ready to go to Harvard. You know, they got to be ready. You got to have the home. Mm-hmm. You got to have this. You got to have everything together. Your mind, your life, got to be together by 25. Really? Mm. Seriously? I'm 56 years old and I still got stuff I'm still working on. Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you got to get it by 25. If not, you're, not, you're a failure. Wow. Mm. That's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. It is. That's a lot of pressure. Yes. That's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure. And you wonder why there's so much bipolarness going on. Right. So much to... A lot of yeah, a lot of depression, a lot of emotional outbursts, emotional mm-hmm. 
decision making, emotional craziness. It's like, you know, relax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not that serious. Really, it's not that serious. But you're right. You know, it's in, in on drugs and medications, giving kids antidepressants. Ooh, yeah. that's a whole the over di- people over, get over kids specifically get over diagnosed with mm-hmm. ADHD and ADD. Just because they're acting like a child, yes, they get diagnosed with that, and then they get medicated. Yes, that's and a whole yeah topic. Right yeah, yeah. doctor drug dealers. Yeah, that's like a, yes. you know, yes. you know how many times yes. I've seen like articles and videos about like the drug companies and like how yeah. they just like. Incentivize. Incentivize. Thank you. All right. You know, and like it's just unnecessary. Not even just with like um children, like with opiates and stuff like that. Oh, that's that's girlfriend. That's where I work. Is I'm gonna go ahead. Next question. I mean, no, you guys kind of touched on a lot of um my other points, but um, what would you say to someone that right now is on the ledge and about to jump in needs advice. Ooh. Mm-mm. No, that's a whole job. That's like, well, not anybody can just talk to a person like that. I, I, I'm not going to mention a person's name, but I had that experience. Um, uh-huh. a, a gentleman I was, I studied martial arts about maybe 20 years ago. He was in my martial arts class. And he, he would always call me. He was going through some depressing back and forth. He would call me 2 o'clock in the morning, uh-huh. 3 o'clock in the morning. And I tell people, tell my friends, if you want to talk to me, you can call me. As long as I hear the phone, I'll answer it. I hear the phone, I can't answer it. And I did that because for me, I never know if I need to talk to somebody. I want to be able to talk to somebody if I'm going through something. So I said, you know what? If I'm going to be your friend, I'll be available to you anytime. A couple of times I didn't hear the phone, so I could answer it. But when I did hear the phone, and then one time about, I say about two years ago, he called me at 4.30 in the morning. He says, I want to kill myself. Wow. And I said, I said, wait a minute. I, I said, Lord, I don't know what to do. And back, I said, hold it. I'm coming to your house. Don't do nothing until I get there. You know what I was going to do? I had, I had no idea. The only way I was praying is, God, help me. What do I do? What do I do? What? Let me in the house. I sat down and he had put little on his own. And it wasn't deep, but it was there. And I, I sat him down. I said, because you know, I said, you know, you know, you know, everything's okay. I said, you're right. You know, I just, I just talked. I just talked, you know, I held his hand. I just talked and I said, you know, he was going through some stuff. And I said, you know, the Lord loves you, right? And then we started talking. He says, yeah, I know. I says, he really does love you. I says, and your life has a value that you could never, ever, ever sense. But it is. I says, I know what you're going through is rough. Now, I'm, and I'm not going to make light of it. I says, we've known it for 20 years. I says, we've known each I've known it for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, it's okay. You know, he cried a little bit. And I says, and he, he accepted Christ at that particular time. Then he started mm-hmm. coming and so on. So, but the key thing was the fact, I didn't know what to do. I asked God what to do. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like, this is... This was, I didn't know, I, honestly, I'm not saying I was some kind of great, whatever, I don't know. I just know my friend called me. I got to do something. Yeah. I got to be there. I don't want you to do this. And I know you really don't want to do this. So I just went and that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, I, I said, I'm going to go to work. And I said, you want me to go? He says, yeah. I said, okay, I'm going to check on you. He said, okay, I checked on you. And he didn't think about that anymore. But it's a, it's a, it's a mentally interesting thing for someone and no judgment. I didn't judge him. Right. I didn't. I didn't judge him and say you. I, there was no judgment. Mm-hmm. You know. I just saw someone hurting. Right. Yeah. And if you're hurting that bad that you want to, you know, end it all, 
that's heavy. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of hurt. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of hurt. A lot of stuff that, you know, I don't even know what it was. You know, I don't even know the depths of it. And sometimes I guess nobody really can except the person is there. Right. You know, you really don't know. So, you know, and I, I thank God I didn't judge him. And after that, you know, he was, he, um, we, we talked, we shared, haven't heard from him in about maybe a couple months. I always text him, but you know, he'll call me, Gab! I, I, need I said, okay, thank you. I just wonder why you're still on earth now. Thank you. You know, so, but once again, it's a, it's a, I don't know, Gigi. It's, it's, you know, it's just one of those things. I always remember it. I always yeah. remember it. I, I won't ever forget it. You know, I always, and I, I, I called my sister. I said, Jerry, I says, what do I do? She says, just go. She said, I said, well, what to do? She says, just go. Mm-hmm. And I did. Got in my car. I drove. I got there in like about 10 minutes. He lives all the way on, he was on notion and something. I got there in about 10 minutes. I says, God, just get me there. I says, Lord, just, just hold him. Mm-hmm. I says, just hold him, Lord, until I get there. I says, Lord, just, just mm-hmm. don't let him do anything until I get there. I don't know what I'm going to do, but at least if I'm there, he won't do anything. You know, as long as I'm there. Right. I think as long as there's somebody there, they're not going to really do anything. You mm-hmm. know, um, you know, so it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting. I took an uh, English class like um, in college, mm-hmm. and we were like reading Sylvia Sylvia Plath, and she's you know like she's like a poet that's like super into like depressing depressing stuff, mm-hmm. and she eventually killed herself. And wow. like, my um, wow. my teacher was talking about it, and it was like a crazy the way she the poet killed herself. Mm-hmm. She um, it was like an oven, like she put her head in the oven uh-huh. and stuff like wow. that. But she did it in a way where she wanted someone to, like, open the door and, like, stop her. Like, it was, like, evident. I forgot, like, the details of it. But my teacher was, like, you know, um, it's, like, a high percentage of suicide victims want to be stopped. They say that. Yeah, it's, like, a super high. They're doing it, but they want you to stop them. Mm -hmm. So, like, they'll, like, you know... Yeah. You know, because like if I do son. something, I'm not gonna tell you. If I really want to do it, I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah, right. I won't tell you. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna tell anybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I mean, if I'm telling somebody, that means I want you to try to stop. Yeah. Me. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not, if I do, let's face it, we want to do something. We don't tell nobody. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yes, that's because if you tell somebody like, oh, I'm gonna do that, no one's gonna be like, yeah, do that. Like you know, right. they, you want them, to, they're gonna stop you. Yeah. You, know? exactly. you just exactly. you want that process of like. You know. Yes. Yeah, I think in that moment you just really need a friend. You really need someone to talk to you. Like mm-hmm. and you just came over and mm-hmm. spoke to your friend and just listened to him. So I think you just really need that. Um, just knowing that you have someone there that cares for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think that's what it is. I think mm-hmm. you just need to know that someone cares for you. I even think like when people cut themselves, it's yes. kind of a way to know like I'm feeling something. Like yes. I could feel. Like even yes. when people cut themselves, I think it's a sense of like I need to know that I'm alive and that I matter or I need yeah. to see something. Like yeah. that's what I think it is. And um and yeah, I think it's 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 definitely something that there's no written like form of what to do. So no. it calls you and tells you that. So so yeah, I think you asking God and talking to God first definitely. Because now you have yeah. a person here and God forbid if something had happened. We did um I think they did a youth night once and they at they were I don't know if you were there. They had these questions. And one girl, she said, with the uh, cough, she said that a friend of hers, and she she read it, she said a friend of hers in college had called her and wanted to talk to her. And she just, like, blushed it off. She didn't bother with it. The girl killed herself the next day. Gosh, and she was, she was so devastated by it. Mm-hmm. And she said that, you know what, it always bothered me that I didn't go to her. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was that serious. You know, I didn't think it was that serious. And, you know, I... She was one of my people. People thought, I said, you know what? 
I says, it's okay. I says, eventually forgive yourself mm-hmm. because God forgives you. Yes. I says, you, you can forgive yourself and let it go. I says, some things are out of our control, mm-hmm. out of control. But right. just the thought, you know, of that, bearing that when mm-hmm. someone calls you or, you know, and once again, I guess we, we have friends, we have people that, you know, we don't even know what's going on with them sometimes and they may be reaching out to us. So I would, I was, I would encourage believers always be cognizant. Yes. Always be sensitive mm-hmm. to the people that are around you. Just in case, mm-hmm. just in case the person is reaching out and this is the only way they know how to do it, it just helps because this suicide is a, is, is high mm-hmm. in this day and age. Right. People, as you say, we know people are very, very depressed, mm-hmm. extremely depressed, a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, walking around smiling but very depressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Husbands and wives right. depressed. Yes. Yes. You know, in marriages, relationships for maybe 15, 20 years, depressed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they've gotten to the point now they've gotten comfortable with it. But no. It's not comfortable. It's mm-hmm. not. It's going to come out. It's going to come yeah. out some way, somehow. Right. It's got to come out because it can't stay there. Mm-hmm. It, it right. can't stay there. It just can't stay there. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people yeah. who constantly, constantly self-medicate, like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about, like the drinking, the, like, the, the, the blunts, all that. Mm-hmm. Like, but I feel like, are, are you okay? Like, like yeah. it's yeah. not recreational anymore. Like, yeah. Right. Yes. You know, every day. Every day. Yeah. You know? Yes. 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 Yeah. And it's life is hard to cope with. Let's mm-hmm. face it, life itself by itself is is hard to cope with. Mm-hmm. I mean, the world wants to tell you that they can cope if I get enough money, if I have enough, if I could have a good job, if I got a good girl, if I got a good guy. Right. You know, if we're all happy, I can cope. But life is not that simple. Mm-hmm. It's not. I mean, yeah. everything is pretty, but you you deal with stress. This this oncological fear of what's going to happen tomorrow. The fact that is what's going to happen with the market. What's going to happen with our president? What's yes. going to happen with the cops? What's going to happen with this? What's going to happen with my health? Right. You know, all this stuff you are thinking, you may not be doing it all the time, but it's pressure. It's pre- If I have children, are they going to be okay? Mm. Are they going to be bullied? Right. Uh, what school are they going to go to? I, am I, you know, all this pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Life is full of pressure. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, ha- and once again, I'm a believer, if you don't have the Lord, you can't make it. Mm-hmm. You're, not, you're, you're not going to make it. No. It's not designed for you to make Eventually, it. Eventually, you will, something will, something yes. you gotta give. Something no, it's gonna will, give. Yeah. It's gonna give. And the deception is the fact you think you're doing well, but you're not. Because mm-hmm. as soon as something happens, you're devastated. Right. You can't, yeah. and most people can't get back from it. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can't yes. get back from it. But as believers, mm-hmm. We have an option, and the Lord reminds us that we're here, not our home. We can be blessed and we can prosper, but don't get too happy down here. Yes. Don't get your, don't put all your eggs down. No, mm-hmm. no. Yes. Carry it light. Mm-hmm. Carry it light. Mm-hmm. Helps your mind too. It sure does. Carry it light. Yes. Carry it light. It, you know what? It ain't that serious. It's I'm good, as mm-hmm. you said. I'm good. Yeah. I can do without that. Right. I can do without that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't have to have everything. Mm-hmm. I can really do without that. It also keeps your mind rest. So the mind is not trying to figure out how to get this. How, how am I going to get this next thing? Huh? That stresses you out too. Yes. And you're, you're, you're driving, you're driving, you're driving. You're, you're, I got to get this. I got to get this. And you're 35 and I got to get that. Four. By the time you're 50, you're like tired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're tired mm-hmm. and you didn't get anything, but you're tired. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. That's just, that's you're not my, even happy when you, no. when you reach it. <laughs> you're not even happy. You know, you forgot what happiness was. I didn't, what happy? What's happy? I just got it. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's like there's never enough of anything. And you're going to keep wanting more and more. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is the nature of sin. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's, all, that's what <laughs> the flesh wants more and more and more. Always. It, it, Always. It, and it can never be satisfied. Mm-hmm. The problem is that we think you can never be satisfied. It's mm-hmm. never satisfaction. And we find ourselves in a deception that the world thinks you can get. No. The more you get, the more you want, the more you're never going to have. Right. Yes. 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 It's a perpetual hole that has no ending to it. Mm. And you're constantly going further and further, and then you get lost in it. Right. You just get lost. Who you are is lost. You, didn't even, you don't even know what your intention was anymore. You don't even know what your goal was anymore. You don't even know what your purpose was anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and th- we're not supposed to live like that. Mm. We're not supposed to live like that. Yeah, yeah that's not, not life. No, yeah. it's not. No, it's yeah. not. It's not at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Okay. Well, um, does anybody have any... Bible verses that they, I know you had mentioned Philippians, I think, 4 8 before earlier. Before. Uh, yeah, think on these things. About like mental health? Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, oh, like, yeah. It was like, um, like, like, think about, um, well, I can't like quote it, but it's just like, think about what's good, noble, true, you know. Yeah. Yes. What's up, Bible? Bible. But it was actually very practical. Yeah. It's a very practical thing. Like, just think on these things. Let's face it. I mean, he just said, think on these things which are true. Was it Philippians 4? Verse 8. Yeah. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good, report. If they're being virtue, think on these things. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's practical. Mm-hmm. He didn't tell you to, 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 to memorize Genesis. Mm-hmm. He didn't tell you to quote the Psalms. Mm-hmm. He just says, think on these things mm-hmm. which are lovely. Mm-hmm. Friendships are lovely. Mm-hmm. Yes. The relationships you have with your, no, your parents right. is lovely. Those are lovely things. These things which are, um, which are good. It's good for brethren to come together. Mm-hmm. It's good for this this podcast to be recorded so somebody could hear this. Right. You thought about mental illness. You know what I'm saying? Pure. Honest. Our, our motive is not for anything for ourselves. Just so we can give somebody some information. Right. That's yeah. pure. You right. know what I'm saying? And we're honest about it. Look, we all struggle with stuff. Mm-hmm. I get depressed. We're not saying oh, we're all this and we're all that. Mm-hmm. That's how you think. Mm-hmm. Very practical. Thinking of those things help you during the course of the day. Mm-hmm. As opposed to thinking of those negative things. Mm-hmm. All, that, all that stuff that, that you can't control. Mm-hmm. And I honestly admit I'm a control freak because I want to control it. And you can't control it. And right. you're thinking and wasting energy on something. You, you're not going to change that person. You're not going to change your boss. Your boss is crazy. He's going to stay crazy. <laughs> not going to change him. Right, okay, yeah. let the bone go. <laughs> let it go. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know? yeah. so, but you can not let them drive you crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can not let them drive you to where they are right. thinking on good things. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's a practical thing, but oftentimes we tend to think on the other things. Yeah. We tend to fall back on the other things. Right. You know? We tend yeah. to fall that's right. That's what's right in front of us. So exactly. we get occupied with it. Yes. Yeah. And it's comfortable. Yeah. There's a certain level, you know, and if we're all honest, we have a certain level in our mentalities. It's comfortable. And it's not always the best comfortability. Mm-hmm. It's not always the goodest thoughts about things. It's always not the most pleasant thoughts. You know, we own it. I own it. I said, Lord, let me be honest. No, I don't like that person. I don't know why I don't like them, but I don't like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. Why don't you? I, I just don't like them. Well, you do know that's not makes any sense right mm-hmm. I know more but still yes. so he deals with you but you're honest mm-hmm. own it tell yes. people own it right own it but shit this is one guy he was coming over and this is well, not over someone off the topic but he was struggling with something and I said let me tell you something bro I said you do what you do because you like it 
I says you mm. do what you do because you like it. If you didn't like it, you wouldn't do it. Mm. I says now when you get sick of doing it, you'll stop. He looked at me. I said that's how I was thinking. We don't do what we don't like. Mm-hmm. Let's go do what they want. You, you, if you don't like it, you're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. We do what we do because, and sometimes we sin because we like it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah, yeah, we like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because you're not going to be tempted in something you don't like. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and you're not going to do something you don't like. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to do it. Mm-hmm. But you do what you do like. That's true. What you do like, you're going to do. So mm-hmm. if you get to that point, that's where the trial is going. I like it. So when you get to the point that. I don't need it. It's not who I am. Mm-hmm. Then you stop doing it. Yeah. With your thoughts too. We think about these things that we like sometimes. And sometimes we're talking about people. We don't, I don't, yeah, I'm going to talk about them because yeah, I like talking. Gossiping sometimes fuels people. Mm-hmm. It fuels, oh, it yeah. fuels the flesh. Yeah. yeah. Own it. Definitely. It fuels it. And you lost somebody else's drama. Yeah, you, you know? can't. It's yeah. easy. Yeah. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you crazy baby daddy. I'm not Guys do it too. Brothers do it that. Yo, yo, the chunk. Yo, what's wrong with him? And you talk about somebody like, dude, really? Seriously? (laughs) Seriously? Is that godly? Mm. That is a fine line because it's like I don't know. You don't even realize when you do it. Sometimes, like sometimes you're just literally like telling a story. You are. Yo, guess what my boss did today? You know, like what? Where? Where is the line? Like where? Where does it become like? Like, hey, you know. He's cheating on his wife. And, you know, like, where, where does the line go? Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, is it the is that line drawn by your intention in sharing a story? The motive. The motive line is always drawn. It. The mo- the line is always yeah. drawn by the motive behind why we do it. Because mm-hmm. God always deals with, with the, the motive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the motive. Now, sometimes we don't know the motive. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Right. We're not too sure. But to your question, it's the motive. Mm-hmm. What motive? What generated me this desire to go have this conversation, or even what motivated me to enter into your conversation? Right. Mm-hmm. There yes. you go. Yeah. Because I had to willfully, purposely say, "Hey, what's going on? What y'all talking about?" that was a purpose. Yeah. <laughs> you were looking for that one. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 like somebody, somebody just you said, "Hey, Kev, I was talking about somebody, and you sitting there, huh?" Different. You when once again the motive. Yeah. <laughs> once again the motive. Once again the motive. Now, well, that's a whole topic. Actually, that's this is this is well, this is an off-topic question, but mm-hmm. I think it goes with what we just said. Mm-hmm. Something that I find difficult. Like I have one particular coworker. She's mm-hmm. lovely, mm-hmm. but she loves gossiping, mm-hmm. and I find it hard to. Um, get out of her gossip and mm-hmm. to tell her like yep. this is I'm not interested in yes. this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how would you address, address that? that okay yeah. I would say first address you why is it why does it why does it interest you there's got to be something there's got to be something either about her or about the situation or about something that gets your attention other than that you wouldn't even pay attention it's like somebody talking on the street you're not paying attention to them mm-hmm. but there is something about her maybe she's a friend maybe you like her maybe yeah. you, and she's because you can say, she's not. it's not that bad, I like her. That could be it too. Mm-hmm. You know? But once again, you have to draw the line because is it affecting you and your relationship and your walk? See, if it's affecting your relationship and walk, then that means that requires either conversation with her or you'll have to progressively wean yourself from her so she'll understand, I don't go for that anymore. Right. And you know, that's, I think that's the thing, like... In life, yes. I find myself, if I find someone is distracting me from mm-hmm. my Christian life, mm-hmm. I will literally cut you out of my life. Mm-hmm. And many of my 
friends or past friends, uh-huh. they've accused me uh-huh. of abandoning them. Okay. And, you know, <laughs> I always approach it. It's not that I abandon you. It's uh-huh. just like we're not, we Does have two, diff- two separate yeah. lifestyles. Mm-hmm. And I just can't do the things that you do. But with her, like in the workplace, she's my coworker. Okay. And we, and we work closely together mm-hmm. on a lot of projects. Mm-hmm. And it seems like we could start off on talking about work, but then we'll start, and then she will start talking about Something. people around yes. the office. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is she and a leader? She, well, she is, but she's not, she's not in God right now, but she, okay. I guess she's not yeah. currently. She okay. knows, she knows of God, but I don't okay. know if she has a relationship with okay. God at the moment. So this would, have, this would be my first thing. I would say, first of all, find out what her relationship with Christ is, because mm-hmm. if she's your sister in Christ, call her on the carpet. Mm. Okay, mm. because if you're if you're both believers, yes. Yes. we ain't supposed to be doing that. Mm-hmm. That ain't that we. You, no, no, Her grandmother's a minister. Yeah. So well, yeah. is she older? She is older. Yeah. She is in her 40s. How do you react when she, like, okay, so she, like, comes to you with gossip and stuff yes. like that, like, messy stuff. How do you react when, like, do you, like, oh, like, like, <laughs> so like, sometimes I literally turn to my, because it's usually she comes and then people will gather around and I would literally let that conversation continue and go to my computer. Okay. But then she'll call me out and then listen. And okay. I'm like, well, I have something that I'm working on. But then I will hear it mm-hmm. and I'll, Receive the information anyway gotcha. that I'm not gotcha. willing to. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and unfortunately, we have a. The problem is that our brains record a lot of stuff that we don't consciously mm. receive. But I remember, you there's so a lot of stuff true. that you receive unconsciously yes. Yes. because your brain was designed to do that. So that's why it's so important what we hear mm-hmm. and where we are. Yes. Now back to the point with it. First of all, as far as her being a believer or not, mm, I would just. Mm, no, no, no. And I don't and really know, sure. and it's, that's that's yeah. cool. But if she is, call her on the carpet. Mm-hmm. Call on the carpet number one. We we not, now if she's not, then you have the conversation. You need to have a conversation with her. Yeah, you need to first. Sure. You need to out of courtesy for a coworker, out of courtesy as being a believer mm-hmm. in the Lord. You say, look, these things that we're doing is not good, and I don't want to do this much. So I would appreciate if you wouldn't come and then gossip with me. Now that will determine two things: what her heart is. If she's your friend, she'll take it. Mm-hmm. If not, she's going to be pissed off. Mm-hmm. Right? You think you're better than me? Mm-hmm. Ah, then you also know, well, I thought you knew the Lord, so I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so right. once again, yes. when you, we sometimes have to do the things that are uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. We do. Mm-hmm. But for the purposes of preservation for not only you, but for her. Yeah. Because we as believers are the light in our offices. People watch our lives. Mm-hmm. People see what we do and don't do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they'll gauge Christ by us. They shouldn't, and I, they shouldn't do that. They shouldn't. That's not the right, gauge. Right, That's right. wrong. Yes. It's off. But they do. Yeah. yeah. It's just mm-hmm. the way it is. Mm-hmm. And they don't know any better. Maybe no, and so, yeah. most times they don't, you know, mm-hmm. but we're the ones supposed to know better. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying, you give her the opportunity to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, put put it on her point, you know, you we're covered, we're talking. But if she doesn't, now you know where she's coming from. Right. Now you know where she really stands. Mm-hmm. Because if you're my friend and you tell me that that defends you, I'm not gonna do that because you're my friend. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're coworkers and we're we're friends, I don't want to do that friends. You know, I'm sorry, you know, whatever the case may be. But if she doesn't, right. then you know her motive. She wants yeah. to talk. She wants to gossip. That's what she wants to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. And no matter what you say to her, that's what she's gonna do. And mm-hmm. some people 
they can't keep their mouth shut. They just got to be there by the best. All day long, every day, every day they talk. <laughs> no, I didn't get the accounts receivable because, you know, can't be out here drinking. I'm not going to get the accounts receivable because I'm not drunk. Our budget is off. Because <laughs> you only went to Vegas with that money. Right. And you're like, Don't need nothing else. That's it. Too much information. Right. You're killing me. This is out there. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, well, to wrap this up. Okay. <laughs> um, so just some, I had some takeaways. Um, just don't be afraid to talk about anything that you're going through. Yes. Um, just find the right I guess advice. <laughs> Just mm. find the right people to talk to. Yes. You know, God, yes. right. right. Yeah. Wise counsel. You talked about the crazy. You crazy when you left. Test <laughs> people's advice against the word of God. Like if it's, not, if it's not rooted in the word, then it's not. Mm. Yes. Influence of God or voice of God yeah. speaking yeah. to you. And yeah. I was showing the guys always remember. You have to speak according to know the character of God. Mm. When you're reading the Bible, would God say that to you? Mm. And would yes. God treat you that way? Right. Because if that's not based on the character of God, it's not God. Mm-hmm. And always remember, God has a certain character. Right. It's a certain way of dealing with you. He's not going to be with you cruel. Mm. He's going to be very compassionate towards you. Right. Mm. He will correct you, but it's going to be in love. So if someone's mm-hmm. giving you advice saying you have to do this, and if you don't, if he makes it condi- they make it conditional, that's not God. Because mm, yes. God's not conditional. Yes. He's not. He's not conditional mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Now, he'll tell you, you need to obey me. Yes, you should. And I still love you. I may have to correct you, right. but that's not going to stop me from loving you. Yes. Right. And that yeah. doesn't mean I'm not going to bless you and mm, keep you. Yes. But I may have to correct you mm-hmm. to get you to where you need. Mm-hmm. That's God. Mm-hmm. Anything other than that is not God at all. Mm-hmm. It's not his nature and character. He doesn't do oh, that. Yeah. Right. That's really important. That's deep. Yeah. God has no condition. He doesn't. Yeah. No sin to grave. Yeah. 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 I'm just giving you a uh, plethora of yeah. yeah. <laughs> We can listen to this episode. Oh my God. <laughs> it's going to be a wedding table plus cap. We need a big OG of you. A little small little picture. Brother Cab. Brother Cab. I'm done with it. With Brother Cab. Also, too, uh, like like we said, find the help that you need yeah. and um, just um, find some self-care in a healthy way. Whatever that mm. is, maybe it's just taking a walk or, um, like we said, just going out to eat. Something that just will help you. Um, Emphasize a healthy way. Cause, you yeah. know, right. some a healthy like, way. I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then trip to a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. You got a case. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me. You not got a wrong spirit. Now. That's the wrong spirit. Okay. That's right. the spirit of God. Okay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And um, just the, a, uh, I think it was a phone number that I found just for if you needed someone to talk to, I think it's like free therapist. Mm-hmm. It's 888-NYC-WELL, which is 888-692-9355. If you um, do have, are going through anything, um, any, any mental illness or anything that that you feel like you need someone to talk to, you don't know who to talk to, you can call that number and get the help you need. And also, there's first aid trainings that I saw, mental health first aid. Mm. It's a training that um, helps you recognize symptoms of people that are going through um, mental 
health issues. Cool. So um, you can also check that out if you uh, just want to be more aware. Mm-hmm. And um, so that wraps up our episode. Um, follow us on Facebook, Word at the Table, Instagram, Word at the Table. And am I missing anything else? No, that's it. That's it? Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up our episode. Thank you, Brother Kev. Anytime, anytime. It was good. It was good. It was amazing. Yeah, it was yeah, good. This it was, was a blessing. Thank you. Really, yeah. yeah. Thank you. This is... A word at the table. Thank you for listening.